Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from the College Investor, and today I am excited to talk to you all about ESPPs. What the heck? What's an ESPP? Well, an employee stock purchase plan. And I want to talk to you all about them because I've gotten a lot of reader questions about employee stock purchase plans lately. And should you take advantage of them? Like what's the benefit? So on and so forth. So let's dive in and talk about what is an employee stock purchase plan. Well, you know, at first glance, you might think that your employee stock purchase plan is just like a 401k and you just contribute money to it each month. But once you start looking at it, there's far more to it. And really, there's three areas that you really want to dive into. And that is the company match, the purchase period, and the look back. Once you have those three key pieces of information, it becomes really evident whether it makes sense to participate in your ESPP or not. And this guide that we put together will help you get the most out of your ESPP and navigate the various language common to these plans. So what is an employee stock purchase plan anyways? Like, Break it down. So an ESPP allows you to invest directly from your paycheck into your company's stock. And there may be periods in which you can purchase it, or it could be open all year, which allows you to continually invest. Some companies will include ESPPs as part of your benefits. Um, in that scenario, you can typically configure your ESPP only during your open enrollment time or a qualifying event. And when we talk about configuring your ESPP, it means adjusting the amount that you want to contribute each paycheck or during the plan. If the company's stock does well, right, the value of your investment increases, right? So if you bought it at $50 a share and then it goes up to $60 a share, you know, you've been making money on your stock. On the course, on the flip side, though, it's also true. If the company's stock price drops in value, your investment can drop depending on what you bought it for, right? So... Why would you invest in it? Like, why don't you just invest in your company's stock in your, you know, Fidelity account? Why? What's the benefit of these employee stock purchase plans? Well, there's typically some incentives for you to do it. Um, so one of them is a, what's called a stock match. So you're probably familiar with company matches for retirement plans, right? If you invest in your 401k, maybe your company will match you dollar for dollar up to a certain percentage. Well, uh, you know, ESPPs can work in a similar way. If you're investing $200 in your company's stock each paycheck, uh, the company might match it dollar for dollar, or the company might match 50% of it up to a certain amount. Another common aspect of an employee stock purchase plan is being able to buy your company's stock at a discount. So, um, rather than paying full price for the stock, you might get a discounted rate, which might be something up to like 10 or 15% off of the stock price. So if the stock is currently trading at $100, well, you're getting it, you're going to be able to buy the stock for $85. And that is um, a pretty cool deal, right? So you're making an instant 15 bucks in that example every time you invest at that, you know, 15% discount. So the other thing to think about is this look back provision. So we talked about it up, up to, uh, originally, like you need to know if your company's ESPP has a look back provision or not. And a look back provision, 
might sound confusing, but it's pretty simple. What it is is a range declared by the company in which it will purchase stock, and the look-back provision ensures that employees will get the lowest price during that range. So the lowest price can be at the beginning or the end of the period, um, and employees could typically get a great deal when look-backs are used because they are getting a discount on the stock price. So here's an example of how it works. Say the stock price is 20% or $20 at the beginning of the purchase period and at the end of that period, it's $26. Well, your ESPP will purchase the stock for you at $20, saving you that extra $6, which actually gives you an instant profit. So sometimes you get a look back period and a discount. So if you use that original example and you get a 15% discount, now you're getting to buy that $26 stock at $17, which is a phenomenal deal um, for employees. So it could make a lot of sense for you to take advantage of your company's ESPP, especially if it allows you to get great deals on your company stock. But there are some common mistakes that happen too often that we have to share them here. The first thing is simply not diversifying. So depending on the discounts offered by your employer, it can be difficult not to dump as much money as possible into your ESPP. But if all of a sudden you are way overweight in your portfolio on a single stock, it can really increase your risk. What if you're like 70% involved in your portfolio in your company's stock and the company starts missing earnings or goes bankrupt? You could lose all that money. So just remember, your employer's stock is just another investment in your portfolio and you have to maintain a proper allocation. Don't go hog wild, even though it sounds appealing. Now, you could do something like taking advantage of your ESPP and then instantly selling it if you're allowed to and then taking the cash and moving on and going elsewhere and diversifying your portfolio appropriately. It's something to think about, especially if you're getting lookbacks and nice discounts. Um, it could be something to take advantage of. So second thing that you need to do is be aware of your vesting schedule. So companies will typically vest your ESPP over time, especially if you're getting a match. Um, so in the first year you might own 20% and the second year you might get 50% until you're fully vested at hundred percent. The schedule depends on your company and your vesting schedule could be a determining factor if you're considering leaving the company, because if you're not vested, you might lose out on that money. So finally, if you get stock options, um, not exercising your stock option grant when you leave the company. Um, so Typically, you have 90 days if you leave the company, um, you know, but if the company is bought or merges or something happens, there could be a change in your vesting schedule. Just be sure that you understand um, exercising any stock option grants you get, your vesting schedule, and just make sure you diversify if you have an employee stock purchase plan. So how do you get started with this? Well, check with your HR. HR will typically have all the information necessary to get started with your company's ESPP. You'll also want to know when the offering date is, like what allows you to start contributing, and uh, you know how you can sign up to get it taken out of your paycheck. ESPPs can be a great investment when you're aware of how they work and you don't put all your eggs in the one basket.
All right, guys, hopefully you learned a little bit today about ESPPs. Hopefully you feel a little bit more confident and taking advantage of them for yourself if your company offers it. I'd love to know the details if your company offers them, if you're taking advantage of them. You just go to the blog, you go to thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 67 and let me know in the comments. I would love to hear from you about it. All right, guys, thank you very much and I will talk to you next time.